Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I mean, that's a bad shot. I care what anybody says. That's a bad shot. Uh, but that story won't be told that it was a bad shot. Tied at 115. Crowd rising to the feet. George will defend Lillard. After a week of sports that could drive a sane person crazy, two men arrive in the wee hours of a Sunday to provide clarity, truth, and questionable sports takes. Spread floor. Lillard with 47 tonight. Working it down to two to one. A deep three. Oh! What? This is Sports Sunday. Blazers win the series. A walk-off three from Lillard. A recap of the sports week. A preview of today's games and next week's big stories. Damian Lillard from way downtown. Now, here are Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher with Sports Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080. I mean, that's a bad shot. The fan. Welcome into Sports Sunday. On 1080 The Fan, I am Joe Fisher. Got my boy Rashad Taylor across the table from me. Got Jordan Schultz across the glass. All things are right. And got the PGA Championship on the TV, second major of the calendar year. Things are good. Life is good. You know what? Uh, I mean, I, I'm i not going to go weather in that in the first segment because it's a kind of a go-to. But when people ask me, like, how you doing? You know, call someone up like, yeah, how are, they, how, how are you, Joe? It's like, you know, it's hard to be mad when it's just effing gorgeous out right now. Like, we're uh, we're hitting our stride. Yeah, it's hard to be a bummer. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I could really give an F about the weather a lot of times. And so I'm like, uh, well, it's cool. Even though it's, you know, beautiful outside some days, I'm like, uh, I'd rather stay in. It looks really hot out there. I mean, the I'm beer is right flowing, here. the barbecue, you can smell it coming from all directions, wafting, which is, you know, a, predic- yes, please. a predicament I'm in because I need a new barbecue. And uh, there's a place in Newburgh called Stores Barbecue, just right there on uh, like Main Street, coming back from Dundee, the coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stores Barbecue. And I took Joey and I at like noon yesterday, an hour after it opened. So you know that things were like, Prime yeah, ready to pristine. go. Oh yeah, got the brisket, got the ribs, had some coleslaw, some Texas toast, and uh, yeah, I just emphasized the fact more that I need to get a grill. Like, immediately. oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I have a couple grills. I have a smaller a couple. No, yeah, of course. You know, got the the barrel, you know, and everything like that, and then. The one for we're hey we're gonna go to the river we're gonna go to the park you know something with some oh, wheels oh like the portable yeah okay, something with some you, wheels that you can pull and you know have Little no problem one, there yeah. yeah exactly so got both of those and everything but what I really want and I, I think I've told you and Lynch about this at one point but Jordan are you familiar with the Lakaja box oh yeah I remember you talking about this yeah Lakaja I'm gonna have to Google this to see what you're yeah, talking about so I think or the China box I believe it's yeah it goes by one of those two names but um. A, a while ago, I was with the, some coworkers of mine, and uh, we did a, a whole pig inside of that, you know, that box. Yeah, a Kaya oh. box, oh, yeah. which is like K A J A, La Kaya China yeah. roasting box. Oh yeah. my god, that so looks a, delicious! Whole pig in there, you know, was those, able to eat the skin. And hey, all those aren't stuff. those aren't that expensive yeah, either. I'm four hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> no Amazon, you can get a small one for a buck seventy, yeah. hundred seventy. Mind you, you can hang about man. 12 chickens, you know, something like that inside. Like, it's a, 
it's pretty legit. Like, so, I, mind you, I've only done the pig inside of it, but that's going to be something that's going to be my go-to for the summer. You know, I hope my dad's listening because we'll take any ratings we can get, but I also don't hope he's listening right now because if he goes and looks this up right now, then I have a feeling that we'll be seeing this it's, in the Fisher backyard one of those in the next things, year like, or two. It, like, it, it, it's next really, week. <laughs> it's impressive. Like, to you know, the, the whole prep of the, you know, of the pig or whatever you're doing and the way you kind of use, like, you put the coals on top of the box as it kind of cooks everything down like it's it's pretty dope well i've been saying i was gonna get one for years but i think i'm I'm actually gonna do it well um i know my dad like back in like 2015 2016 he got on this kick that he really wanted to uh cook a whole pig and he's done it before he did it for someone's birthday or wedding or something like that the wedding uh reception he's he's cooked a whole pig and the guy's a good cook he knows how to cook barbecue he throws down so um i would love to see him actually do it for us and his right. family for once right. and, you got to invite you know. rashad and i for that absolutely we'll see there might not be enough hey uh we're bringing <laughs> we're bringing beer pig. well i'll bring the cannabis it'll be a good time the, yeah the pig uh pig isn't big enough sorry guys and uh, the one here's the cold part about you know i don't want to say roasting a pig but you know yes that's essentially what we're kind of doing like there's so many different parts of that animal that we can eat Oh yeah, like it's crazy. Like just the just to be able to have like the pork belly, you know, right there at your disposal. Or you guys are making me salivate. I'm saying <laughs> a like, little it's, too it's early. Just this one of those morning. things, and I'm not really a big like pig guy in the first place. Like I enjoy bacon and some other stuff, but like I don't really like ham or you know some other things. But yeah, there's just so many parts of, of that pig that we can have fun with. So if you're oh, listening God. and you have one of those, please feel free to. Uh, Bring us some here at the station. Now, this picture, I almost feel like it is my dad. It's uh, it's a very stock-looking photo of a guy lighting a Lakaya China box and uh, getting it going. And he's wearing a Dan Marino Dolphins jersey. That isn't like my dad's favorite yeah. NFL. Like, I should send him this picture and be like, this is you. And, awesome. uh, and, yeah, Jordan's might be right in a week or two, honestly. Let me ask you this. This is off subject, but since you mentioned the Dolphins, what's a cooler jersey, Dan Marino or Ray, Finkel, Ray Finkel? <laughs> Well, seeing that uh, Dan Marino is a actual player and Ray Finkel is a fictional kicker. I'm just asking what the cooler jersey is. If you saw somebody walking down the street, which one are you more more inclined to respond to? I would appreciate the Finkel jersey just for the reference, but you know, again, it's a you know. But to that point, mm, I might be eating some crow here because if I saw someone. Walking down the street in a Bobby Boucher jersey. I have one of those. But Bobby Boucher was crushing people and tearing heads off, whereas Ray Finkel was wanting to murder Dan Marino. I actually have a Bobby Boucher jersey as well as a Mighty Ducks Adam Banks jersey. You do. (laughs) Bobby Boucher. They were selling uh, Mighty Ducks jerseys at the. Adidas store recently. Second really? Mighty's Duck, uh, Mighty Ducks reference today for us. One before the show and one during. How yeah. about that? Yeah, we'll keep the other one. Uh, the other one yeah. is uh, the the off air, possibly podcast conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, yeah, I mean, what is it? We're on May twenty first right now. I mean, the grill has been going for some people already. I imagine. Oh, I've smoked two cuts of meat so far. Nice. Uh, I mean, it's only May. Yeah, May twenty first. But uh, I think I did one in the last week of April, and then one right as it got going a couple weeks ago with the sun. Do you uh, do you have the propane gas? Do you got the smoker, the pellet? Uh, uh, so I've got I've got two. I've got the just flat a, top. Uh, no, a regular gas grill, yes. and then also have the. Uh, just the pellet smoker. Gotcha. So it's just like a cheap deal from Walmart. You know, I got it on sale. So it's not anything name brand, but it does the job and gets it done. That was some really good. We had some pork ribs. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I've yet to re- go to the pellet smoker. I haven't got that yet. Although everyone around me basically has one. So yeah, we did. I, I'm, um, I'm thinking of doing that soon. We did you burgers last, mo- uh, last weekend on Mother's Day. Off the trigger, so those were essentially pellet grilled uh, burgers. There, oh, we got to that on the text line here. Pork chops and bacon are two of my favorite foods. I mean, <laughs> that's pig. Yeah, that's pork. pig right there, baby. Seriously, there's so many parts of of the pig. You know, that are, I'm curious that are though. Awesome. Five zero three eight six four six three two six. Just because, uh, since we're already salivating over barbecue food. Have you uh, barbecued anything yet out there, text line, listeners? And if so, I'm curious because I need some inspiration for whenever I get my uh, new grill, which needs to be soon. It's one of those things where it's like you got you to gotta eat that charge, mm-hmm. you know, 700, 800 bucks up front. 
um, or finance it. You know, no, that's a not, bad idea. Not a bad option. Get, get the grill when you have the money. Not a bad option. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it's tough because it's like, all right, I need to get this sooner rather than later. Like I can't keep missing opportunities to grill. Because last night it was a perfect opportunity. I had plenty of time to prep and do it. And then it was, well, no grill. I guess it's the George Foreman. I have to open that thing up like a clamshell all the way. Don't burn your foot like Dude, Michael right. Scott. <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah, the foreman is a the foreman's a goat though. Let's just be real. We can talk crap about it now, but the foreman was a huge go to for a lot of us in the what early two thousands stuff like that. You got College a piece, years. you got yeah. you a piece of salmon or you know uh, uh, some ground beef or even a a small steak or something <laughs> know, like that on take, that foreman. You guys, that that it dried the s out of the meat that I put on there. Maybe I just cooked it too long, but it, it was like the chicken or the steak usually came out like a hockey puck by the and time man, the it's, foreman. It's grilling out the it. fat. Uh, it's not grilling out the fat. It's grilling out everything that tastes <laughs> yummy about yeah, it. Solid good. for paninis and sandwiches. You get a good Very sando good. on there and just press that Agreed. thing down. That yes. is true. Uh, also on the text line, if you could give us. Uh, my, or give me a suggestion for a grill. Should I go propane? Should I go pellet? Should I go um, charcoal? I'm put a charcoal in, guy. Put in the work. Be a mild. I'm a, a charcoal guy. Work, but... What, charcoal? Yeah. Yeah, but it tastes so good. Like, sometimes propane. Like the the bad thing about propane for me and, you know. That I, cancer, that tastes so as good. As much as I love Hank Hill. <laughs> the carcinogens burned on the outside of my skin. Seriously, like those, you know, sometimes that after aftertaste is, is a real thing, you know, with the propane. So. I'm all about charcoal. It just seems like whenever I've seen my dad do it, I'm very appreciative of him doing it because, yeah, it just seems like a process. It's hard, though. Like, that's the one thing. And I think that's why I like it. There's something primal Having the coals off to the one side and making sure you're okay over here. Grilling is hard. Like, I was screwing that up for a long time. I still kind of mess up from time to time, like, doing stuff. And now, Rashad, do you go, I've seen too many TikToks and YouTube shorts about this, but, like, with the grill, uh, since you go charcoal, do you have, like, the charcoal basket where you really get the charcoal, like, heated up separately, then throw it on the grill? Like, are you all fancy? Are you a charcoal snob? So, I'll be honest. I have one of those, but growing up, that's never... Never something I saw my my grandfather, my uncles, anybody that was barbecuing. I never actually saw anybody use it, so I never really used that. Part. You know, this kind of um, brings up something in my mind when it comes to barbecuing is like a meat th- a meat thermometer. Oh yeah, I don't use them ever. You should. I know, but like kind of to what Rashad said, like growing up watching my dad barbecue, like I had never really seen him use the any insertion thermometer and. Unless it was like the barbecue reading on the on there, right? Now he does use a thermometer. Now that the technology is there and we have advanced uh, past our uh, caveman ways, but th- again, I I feel like and maybe the text line can help us out. But it's like cooking is sometimes a feel, yeah. you know. Yeah. Same with seasonings. Like to me, I don't go like, all right, I need a tablespoon right. and a half. It's just like, man, that looks like enough. Bam, I know I know what I need. I, yeah. I'm eyeing it. Keeping, yeah. I know what to do. Now, like there's, obviously, there's certain things that man, we're gonna need exactly one fourth cup of oil. You know, there's some things that, of course, but I'm kind of like that too. It's like, man, that's it. Those yeah. are done. Ooh, look at that! And you flip those ribs over, and you see the nice glaze from the sauce. Oh yeah, these are ready. To it's pretty out. empowering too. Let's I don't go. need no book. Yeah. I don't need no recipe. Well, yeah. and I'm sure people in the text line out there will attest to this. You always get your hot spots on the grill, of so course. you know, you know what corner if the front of it's a little bit hotter. So you know, you know, if you want a little bit of medium or uh, as opposed to like a well done, you know exactly where to put it on the grill. So it's just getting a feel. So yeah, mm-hmm. Joe, I don't know. Maybe you do have a point about financing something now at the end of May to get that going because you got to get that. That burn off first, you know, to get that uh, whatever the Chinese or whoever the hell produced it. You got to get that crap burnt off. You got to get a couple of. Cooks oh yeah, in. that's true. Got to get you those uh, the the chemicals burnt yeah. off. Of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you can get that real flavor All that seared into that burnt meat. off. Yeah. Oh yummy. Uh, text line: Start my par- uh, my pork chops on the smoker and finish on the propane grill to get those pretty grill lines. I mean, really, that's all you need that for. You don't need the grill for really anything else. Just give me those lines, and you got to make sure that you have it one way perfectly and then, and then move it the so 90 can, degrees so that way you yeah. have that perfect cross pattern Ugh. crisscross god not Girl, a pork fun, chop guy though see that's hot i take. just had them last night Uh-oh. see i'm i i maybe i grew up eating them just where they were too dry or they were like 
I don't Put know, them cooked, in the foreman, man. Cooked See? incorrectly and then just here, pork chops and applesauce. Like a pork chops and applesauce <laughs> from uh, back <laughs> in the day on the Brady Bunch. So. I was going to say, is that a, was that a real combination for uh, Pork chops. Yes, <laughs> that is it, a real combination. It wasn't in my household so very gross. much, but it is a, yeah, it's a thing. Number pork, one, applesauce is. is disgusting. Really? You don't uh, like it? That's no. a good end of the world food, man. It'll last a few years. Uh, you put disgusting. it down in the um, applesauce with some cinnamon. That's, uh, that's all right there. No, I had some pork chops last night. Uh, put a nice little rub on them and then put uh, put them in the oven for like 25, 30 minutes and quite succulent. Mm. I'm going to slice them up real nice, put them on a sando today probably. What was the rub? God. Oh, I don't know. I literally had these two like Weber rubs that had been sitting up there forever. Kicking chicken was one of the names. Yeah. And then it was another one. And I said, you know what? Let's mix it together. Screw it. Pretty spicy, I will say. Joey had to uh, go get himself a cup of water because it was like, it was uh, it was it's solid. Awesome. There was some solid spice now you on become there. a man, son. There is That's a awesome. uh, McCormick's maple bourbon rub that I got I to gotta show you guys. You guys got to pick it up. It's, it is heaven. So again, if you're out there listening and you want to bring us some barbecue here at the station, <laughs> please feel inclined we'll to get do that. Going. Now, next week, whenever. We should know. host a barbecue competition to where we get to judge how great your barbecue is. And then, you know. You know, I'm just not I'm sure. I think, sponsor, yeah. I think we need to have another uh, another run at this. Make it again. Make, yeah, uh, right. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm just not sure about I'm the not, brisket. We're going yeah. to do, we're gonna have to do ribs, uh, I think, to decide. You know, sorry. Yeah, uh, extra <laughs> helping of mac and cheese, please. I need to try that one over again. Oh, God. All right. Well, uh, food is great. There's some uh, great things happening in sports. We obviously have the NBA playoffs. I will shoehorn a golf segment in today because it is the PGA Championship, second major in golf, and there's some uh, interesting things happening there. And while barbecue is great, fellas, I don't think there's uh, anything greater than moving up in the draft. Going from the number five pick to the number four. No, no, no. The number three pick. The Blazers move up in the draft lottery. Rashad does not look amused, though. Does not look amused. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> oh, this is good tease. Because, I, yeah, yeah, there's some things that I think uh, both him and I need to Well, say. it's good to know that I still have some feelings about the Blazers. Because, uh, man, that definitely showed it on Tuesday. We'll get to the draft lottery. Blazers move up to the number three pick in this year's NBA draft. We'll do that next here on Sports Sunday, 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. We lost Rashad. He's gone. I don't know where he went. No, he's actually being a, uh, a great guy. So uh, with technology nowadays, uh, you can remote play Xbox games like on your phone or on an iPad. Okay. 
And so my son is here. He's outside of the studio. He's trying to play Xbox on the iPad, and Rashad has an Xbox controller in his car. Oh, that's legit. So you can get it connected so that way he can play whatever games he wants to. Still very primetime-esque, though, where only one host is in the studio at the start of his segment. Yes, yes. But um, I think this is a good time to uh, be positive about uh, the Blazers moving up to the number three pick because the way that Rashad was seeming there before we went to break is that he didn't seem too stoked about it but uh i'll I'll just go to uh tuesday what i was doing because i know that you were at bricks tavern and i um i would love to hear how that went and the reaction there but i was with my son this was uh, we were about to go to his soccer game so i was at home watching it on the tv and the whole time leading up to the draft lottery process was that I just had no faith, like no hope that the Blazers were going to move up or have a chance at one. And just, I was like, well, if anything, we're going to move down. Just watch. This is the Blazers. When do we, when does anything good happen? And when good things do happen, like you get the number one pick, you pick Greg Oden and that all happens. So Tuesday comes around and as I'm sitting in there in my house, watching the draft lottery and it starts like the draft lottery, dude, I don't know about you, but it, like does not hesitate like i was waiting for them to do like the first like 14 through 10 and then buffer and take some time and then do like nine through five and buffer and take time and then do like four and three and then buffer good story and then there dude it was like all right and the nba draft lottery has begun 14 13 12 i'm like oh my god oh, uh, it, it's really okay this is happening this is happening and as the teams kept rolling by the heart rate i wish i would have looked at my heart rate what it was once we started getting into the top 10 track the Apple nine. Watch, yeah. It, yeah because it was so intense i was shaking i was trying like I could not believe as i mentioned in the last segment that the blazers actually got me to feel feelings again because that's something I haven't had since October when they started the season 10 and 4. So once that fifth pick came up and it wasn't the Blazers, you're like, oh my God. And then number four comes up. I think actually they showed number five and they go to commercial break is what happens. Yes. You know, we knew uh, at five, I think that was when the Blazers, when they didn't show their card, we knew that they were going to be at least in the top four. And then they took the top four. They went to break and put them all up on a stage together, including the Blazers representative. And I would say quite lucky, I might add, in Brandon Roy. It was very fun out at Bricks Tavern, by the way. Uh, huge reaction there when that happened. And I agree. I'm, I'm very uh, kind of wishy-washy on the Blazers right now, but this got me emotionally invested again. I will say we can talk about the uh, draft lottery. We got to talk about maybe some fan reaction to like Dame tweeting at people this week on Twitter because it's like apparently the number three pick just makes some fans think that we could just rebuild and move on from Dame, which I think is ridiculous. So I kind of I, I love Portland and I hate Portland at the same time right now. Well, so what I think I need you to do is I think you need to go to check, make sure Rashad can get in the building because as much as I would love for him to be locked out and not come here. His phone is in here. So if he's locked out, I gave him my keys. I go, gave him my key fob. Go check really quick. <laughs> Uh-oh. As he finally resurfaced, Joey Joey is looking around too. He's like, "Where is this damn Xbox controller?" <laughs> Poor Rashad. As much as I would like Rashad to be locked outside so that way he can't have his bad takes about how the Blazers are Sure enough, there's a phone starting to rain. Oh, God. About how the Blazers getting the number three pick is a bad thing. If you look at what everybody's saying about this NBA draft, is that it is a three-player draft. That you have, obviously, Victor Wembayana, who is a Wembayama, who is going to be going to the San Antonio Spurs, who get the number one pick. The number two pick is going to go to the Charlotte Hornets. And the Hornets are likely going to probably get Brandon Miller from Alabama because Lonzo Ball, or Lonzo, uh, LeVar Ball, excuse me, is actually on the, uh, he's the number, LaMelo Ball is the number one, the point guard. So they don't need Scoot Henderson. So that's where the Blazers come into play at number three overall. And if they want to get Scoot Henderson, go ahead because he is a, great player but 
a lot of other teams might want him and might want to get him. So if it is Scoot Henderson, then the Blazers are in a weird position where now you have all these young guys, which Dame didn't basically said he didn't want. And then you have the option of trading him and then start building the team and getting a top player like a Joel Embiid or someone I don't think Embiid is going to get traded at all. I don't think Daryl Morey would do that. But we do have on the text line, uh, you get the number one pick with uh, Lori Markkinen instead of, uh, oh, I think he's talking about some past picks. Or you get the number one pick and go with Mikhail Thompson or instead of Larry Bird because you can't wait a year. Uh, yeah, I mean, the number three pick, what's great is that you have options, which I love, is that you can, oh, there he is. What What in God's name, man? What just happened? <laughs> I think he was scanning the wrong uh, entry point. Don't look at me. Like, I've been out there trying to buzz myself in. This is, this is why I'm, you know, boss man, if you're listening, I need a fob. Like, yesterday. Like, you, you know, you could have just, you know, emailed and, like, done that yourself and got a fob for you. <laughs> what happened? No, I didn't know that. Oh, we'll talk about it later. What did I miss? Um, you trying to explain why the Blazers getting the number three pick is a bad thing, but quite honestly, Rashad, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say it's, it's I don't know. I, we, it's I feel like we have to, to break. I feel like we have to break. <laughs> we do. Is it? We got two minutes. Yeah, we got two minutes. I, it's, how, okay. how are you? Uh, I mean, come on. Okay. You get the, so, the number three the, rolls obviously through. Obviously the plan was to get Victor. That was, that was, that's, I think that's everybody in the NBA's plan, you know, at least in the lottery was to get him. That didn't work out the way you wanted to. After that, not saying there's not talent in the draft, but I don't think for the Blazers, there's talent that helps us win today. In the draft. In the draft. That's what I that's what I think. And well, that's kind of, that's kind of my feeling about it. And so, of course, like I'm on the trade the pick. Now a lot of people were like, man, trade Dame, trade the pick. I don't think I'm there. However, like you you've got to trade that if you want any chance of of doing anything with Damian Lillard for the next couple of great years that you have. That's what I think. I yeah. think you need to – we talked about this once before, and I'll just kind of allude to it like, you know, it's hard to look at Phoenix and them taking swings with KD and Chris Paul. It's hard to look at I – mean, these are our rivals. You know, it's hard to look at teams around us that are, you know, the, the Thunder have built something great. And um, at least teams are taking swings. The Clippers are taking a swing with, with Kawhi and Paul George and everything. And we're just kind of standing – still watching everybody else around you make these moves. So for me, it's just like, man, just do something. And I keep hearing about Pascal Siakam and and potentially Cat. And I'm like, well, I don't love either of those guys. Do something. Try. Like, let's, let's give it the old college try. Whether we win the championship or not or have a deep run, like, whatever. I just want to make sure that we at least have the opportunity to say, well, damn, at least we, we're trying to win something. We're trying to put Dame in a position somewhere to be able to win. What? So. I think you've heard that from Joe Cronin in the the press conference after the season where he I'll, I'll find the exact quote, but it, it's to put it in so many words. It's like, hey, we got to do something to put ourselves in the upper echelon of teams here and be one of the more competitive teams in the league, because he said he's like, I didn't give him a I didn't give Chauncey a roster good enough to do that. And so it's time to make that happen because of the timeline. And yeah, having the number three picks, so I was saying when we had our fiasco there is that. The Blazers are in a good spot because Hornets have the two pick and they have LaMelo Ball. So they have no need for Scoot Henderson, who is a point guard, would have the ball a lot as well. And so that's where they say, all right, well, then Brandon Miller, the Alabama star, he goes number two. And then that leaves Scoot Henderson for the Blazers at three or it leaves him for whoever wants to trade up to get in. It could be a team that is in that four, five, six, seven who just loves Scoot Henderson and they really want him. That's where you have that leverage. They're like, okay, well, how bad do you want him? Let's make a move. Let's make something happen. And that's where I'm right there with you is that if Dame, it, Dame just had the best statistical year of his career. If you want to get him a winning team to compete for a championship, then you trade this pick. You have to. I don't you know, think there's any way around it. To Rashad's point, uh, I was listening to the uh, 
it's the Carrie Ager's book Jailblazers about the Blazers from like ninety nine to two thousand and four or five. Great time, yeah, a great time as a Blazers fan. Uh, but there were quotes in there from uh, former general manager John Nash, even when the Blazers were trading Rasheed and kind of around that time when they were saying they were trying to acquire big names, like they had a deal in place. Apparently, this is on the Blazers side for Jason Kidd, and then the Nets pulled back. They were looking at Paul Pierce. The Celtics had a deal in place with the Blazers for Pierce, then they pulled back. So. I hear what Rashad's saying. The Blazers organization has been just this, you know, unlucky with injury with the Roy and Odin situations, but this almost there and just so close to getting this talent, so close to acquiring this, you know, must-get caliber guy that's the piece that'll get the Blazers to the next level. And since 2000, it's just been we don't do it, and it's been disappointment. So, so close I'm to getting with Paul there. George. So I'm close to getting there. Paul George. And then Kevin Pritchard's, eh, no, we're not going to do that deal with you guys anymore. So... Yeah, it's just one of those things. But, again, it's, it's tough to look at the Timberwolves who have made strides to be better. And you look at uh, – I mean, I still think Utah might be in a uh, might be in a better position than Blazers. I don't know. That's hard to tell because they didn't have a great season either. But they still got talent around them, you know, with Laurie Markkinen and uh, – what's the uh, – obviously um, Mike Conley and some others. Like, man, you got talent around you. I just feel like Dame has been shortchanged. He hasn't had the talent. But. Did you see some of the latest names thrown out in the last 24 hours? Bull Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, as guys that the Blazers would be upgrading at their roster with, the number three pick, and possibly it's, Ant Simons. It's all an upgrade. you know, and that's, th- and that's the thing at this point. Like, anything, Pascal Siakam is an upgrade for the Blazers. And he's an upgrade for most teams. But, like, anything that, that we can land right now, uh, as far as a name and all-stars, like, that's... That's helpful. They yeah. need a Siakam. Awesome. They don't need a guard. Well, it it's got to be – yeah, you're right, Rashad. It's got to be an all-star, someone who has made an all-star game, and I am uh, with you as far as needing the, the depth down low. Pascal Siakam isn't interesting because he can play big, but he's, but he's not, not a big. He's not big. Yeah. He's like 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, so – and we he's got an one inter- of those already, Jeremy Grant. You know, So if you can figure out a way to keep him, like you have one of those already. It's, and that's where – but also, it's like there aren't a lot of bigs out there on the market. Heat aren't going to give Bam Abadayo up now. No, it's just it doesn't seem like there are a lot of bigs, centers, you know, guys that are above 6'10", 6'11", that really get you excited and make you want to trade that three-pick. Because I'm I'm with you guys on Cat. Like, nah. He's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, good. Like, he's he can shoot the ball. He has his up. moments. But at this point in the career, I'm good. I, I, I'm good, and I, that's where I lean towards Pascal Siakam. But again, it's just like, does Pascal, Dame, and Jeremy Grant, and Anthony, and Shaden is that is that you? It's a good team, but is that going to push you over into a four seed, three seed in the West? It, I, I mean, don't know. P- p- potentially. And from what I'm seeing right now, guys, I don't know, Joe, if you're seeing something different, but like the deals that are being thrown out there at this point, because the Blazers still haven't shed that first round draft pick protection uh, from their trade with the Bulls and Larry Nance Jr. in that deal a couple of years ago. So essentially just being thrown out there with like the number three pick this year and then Ant or Shaden. I thought that this was going to be like a massive upgrade time where they're going to be going three first round picks in the future every other year, plus this three pick, you know, and a player or two. I just I'm a little confused. Sounds like what we're trying to go for is already a little less than what the Blazers need. No, I listen, I am uh, I'm of the opinion of this that do not be the team that is, hey, we're desperate to get a star. So let's make a move. Be the aggressor here. Like, be the person that's like, no, we are not going to take that. Like, you know, we are not going to give up Shaden Sharp. We will give you a first in 2027 or 2028, whatever it is. But, no, you're not getting him, you know, make it happen to where it suits you, but also make it a deal where it fundamentally changes how people view this team. Not, like, go from a rough year for the Blazers. Oh, they get Siakam. Okay, well, that should be an interesting team. We'll keep an eye on it. It needs to be Siakam and... Yes. Dot, dot, dot. Because I, that's I, what I feel like last season was. Like, okay, we'll see what this team does. Hey, not a bad start. And I, then, no, oh my God. I feel it. I do understand that. I'll, I'll tell you why when we come back from break. Yeah, we're up against it. Uh, we got more stuff on the Blazers, what they need to do with this number three pick, NBA playoffs, plenty more here. Sports Sunday, but first, Jordan Schultz with an update. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Quick seggy here on uh, Sports Sunday as we wrap up our conversation on the Blazers getting the number three overall pick. Uh, Rashad, we spoke it into existence, though, the Spurs getting that number one pick. We talked about that last Sunday, and uh, sure enough, those lucky bastards. Sorry about that, but... Dude, that, honestly, that part kind of sucked like after i saw the blazers get three i was like hell yeah and then number two rolled through and i saw it was the hornets i'm like no yeah that's that was frustrating definitely felt like an evil empire moment that was that was definitely frustrating and um well you saw the gifs memes too like jesse uh jesse pinkman the they can't keep getting away with this (laughs) yeah it's it was it was the spurs have done it again they literally another another trans you know just transcendent big man that you know they'll be able to build the next you know 20 years with again it must be nice to be like okay so you guys what's our 20-year plan here like now that you know like all right we have this centerpiece to build around like cool so pop how long do you want to coach for and then who do you want to bring in to fill in your shoes after how many years cool Mm -hmm. all right perfect how long like they can literally just lay out their plan exactly how they want perfectly to a t that's how great of a franchise and also the team sucks already so it's not like there's a lot of pressure to win so yes he will come in with high expectations but it's kind of like lebron with the Cavs when he first got there it's like if they don't get the playoffs not the end of the world but man they are fortunate as hell to just be able to plan for the next like you said two decades david robinson 87 tim duncan 97 Going to be Victor Wembanyama now, 2023. I mean, that's just crazy. There is, I'm trying to think of a franchise, not just in the NBA, but in all of professional sports that has had that kind of fortune to get franchise cornerstone players every 10 to 20 plus years. The Lakers, but that's always through free agency. No, and, and see, yeah, they this, ever this, drafted that person. This is a gift. This is like a gift from the lottery gods I just, or the NBA. I, I mean, we could go back to frozen envelope conspiracy theories. None of that happened here. And, and just to dig the knife in even further to finish out the Blazers moving up, they were, guys, I don't know if you saw this tweet from Ben Golliver, they were one number away in the NBA lottery. The Portland Trailblazers were for get, from getting that number one pick. Of course they were. One lottery ball oh, number always, always a bridesmaid. Always. always the bridesmaid if you're Portland, but... I mean, and, and then the and then the Hornets they get to have uh, a dude who was uh, allegedly an accomplice in a murder, you know? Cause allegedly, that's that's the Hornets. No, he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Joe, purposes. come on! <laughs> quote Alabama coach Nato, it's a jerk. No, but I mean, I, when, Joe, you were kind of saying, uh, be aggressive and don't you know settle for anything less than what you want. So trade up for the number one pick. I, I, if uh. you can, I mean, I think <laughs> if you want to be that aggressive, like I mean, now if you're gonna do that, like I'm, I'm on board for sticking around for with Dame and Victor Wimbledon. You know, I'm, I'm on board with that. No, no reason to trade that pick, you know, at all. However, you're in the situation now because 
I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm holding myself out there for the Blazers. What can I do for you? What do you need from us for to, to get your, your best player or your second best player that you're tired of dealing with, whatever the case is? Like, we need to be incredibly, like you said, aggressive. But in most cases, we know this. It's the one thing we all know. Free agents just don't come to Portland. And so you're going to have to be very creative about how you get that big name to Portland and how do you get them to stay for an extended period of time, at least through the end of Dame's contract. Well, and quite honestly, and I've, I've heard some of the the morning guys and a few people talk about, like, Jalen Brown to the Blazers. That, that like, that doesn't do it for me. That nope. is a top 50 guy, top 40 guy, top 30 guy in the league sometimes. And the way that they're looking right now against the Heat is just like... Well, because they're, they're playing Jimmy Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah, but, well, th- there's there's names that are out there that will get you more excited that I feel like a Jalen Brown, a Pascal Siakam. Who that is, I don't know. The NBA offseason is crazy. We'll find out what happens with hirings, firings, players going to different teams and what is out there. Uh, but there, there's got to be that deal where you get both big names, two really good players that are, have potentially both been all-stars at some point, rather than just like, ah, this moves the needle a bit. And this guy's going to get you 20 and hopefully be a good uh, second or third piece behind Dame and Jeremy or however you want to. We need something more than that. Well, we heard Joe Cronin after the deadline and the Blazers kind of failed to get that big piece. They they got Matisse Thibault, like, uh, And everybody's like, what? Yeah. They tried to trade for somebody big and the other names moving around at the deadline, Kevin Durant, D'Angelo Russell, big players, you know, Kyrie Irving, that you know, the Blazers acquire, I'd say, Minus D'Angelo Russell because they already got a franchise point guard, obviously. That's a roster-changing player. You know, even Kyrie, head case, still a roster-changing player. Mm-hmm. Still going to take you to the playoffs, I think, and in addition to your team in any of these teams. So I, I think that that's kind of the size of the upgrade Blazers fans are expecting. It's like, go get a Kevin Durant-style guy. Uh, So, we got a break. Um, I don't know if you guys want to keep going on this, but I personally want to talk about what I saw last night, and that is the best team in the NBA taking a 3-0 lead in the Western Conference Finals. Oh, I I think I've said all I have to say about that. (sighs) Well, we're going to go for at least 10 minutes because it is just chef's kiss watching the Nuggets do what they're doing to the Lakers right now. Absolutely love it. So we'll talk about that next here, Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Melinda's.com. to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. That's right. Who knows the words of this song? Nope. I heard it. One of you guys there for sure got it right. Oh, I know the very first words of this song. And outside of that, I don't think... I know any of the words of this song. This is a great record, though. I love Return to Matt. You lied to me. Yeah, I remember that. I, this came on my 90s, like, hip-hop hits mix in the car, like, two days ago. Um, before we get to the Nuggets-Lakers, I want to read the last four headlines I've seen about the Blazers on RealGM.com. Ooh, I love that site. Trailblazers could hold bidding war for a third pick. Blazers may attempt to renegotiate uh, protection on pick Oda Bulls. Duh. And then you also have Blazers comfortable keeping number three pick. And then I scroll up a little bit more. Widespread speculation. Blazers could package third pick with Anthony Simons. So basically no one in the national audio or national reporting landscape knows what the hell is going on uh, in the Blazers. Go figure. Um, Oh, three so, of those articles are right. One of those is absolutely stupid. They're going to keep it. That's come on. I, it was literally come a dude on. on a podcast, just like, yeah, I think they're going to keep it. You're I think an they're going to kick the tires. Yeah, I think. Yeah, what? It's like okay. Um, God, how great is it seeing the Lakers just get absolutely crapped on by the Nuggets? Three zero series lead from the Nuggets. This is like. This is redemption from the COVID year for them. These are all these years that the Nuggets have been going through it with this core. And when you do it for this long, you get questions like the 76ers and the Blazers that how long do you want to keep going at this with this same group of guys? And they are one game away 
from the NBA Finals, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, and they're also, you know, remember, Denver's, you said, they've this group, this core with Michael Porter Jr., with uh, Jokic, with Murray, like they've been through some real heartbreaks, including one from the Blazers. Yeah, right? that seven-game series. seven-game series. Yeah. Shout out to C.J. McCollum for really carrying the Blazers during that One of the best series playoff series I've ever seen. Absolutely. Dan gave so much energy that first one. Denver, they, they needed it all from C.J., and they got it. But you're right. It's all these disappointment after disappointment. You get to the bubble, and Jamal Murray goes down. And, you know, there's disappointment and all these. Like, now they're finally at a point to where, undeniably, they are the best team in the league. They look the best. They're the way they're running over teams. And not just teams. Like, the guys that they're beating are the best players in the world. They just beat up on Kevin Durant like it wasn't like he wasn't Kevin Durant, right? And, Him and, and, Booker, and Devin Booker. And Booker was having an insane playoff. Leading too. score, leading scorer in all of the playoffs, Devin Booker was. You Both know, at sides that of point. the ball. Like they just beat up on them like they weren't like they weren't the Suns. Like they weren't all stars yeah. or soon to be Hall of Fame players. They're making LeBron James and Anthony Davis look J V right now. Yeah, LeBron is, of course, being LeBron, and like he had a terrible game. Was it two? That was awful. Like one for nine from three, and like it was, it was a, one of the worst LeBron games I've seen. He tripped, he uh, tricked an easy layup, you know, <laughs> going baseline. I was like, oh, okay, this is he's clearly not got the ball slot off his off his fingers when he's going for a layup or yeah. a dunk. It's like, yeah, this full shacked in there. Yeah, he that that was a bad LeBron game. I haven't seen a whole lot of those really since the Dallas series uh, back in what two thousand. 13 14 whenever that was so but man i'm this denver team Jokic just looks so good jamal murray clearly the best player of the series at this point and mind you it's kind of giving Jokic a chance to um maybe take a step a bit of a step back and just kind of let jamal murray cook for these lacks for these next four games Jokic has been a factor but even yesterday he had like what five nine points through the first half something like that something small i can't remember exactly what he had but it was something small, and then the second half he kind of erupted. But I think Jamal Murray playing so well allows Jokic to not play. Uh, and he was in some foul trouble yesterday, and so he was on the bench for a little bit. But when he's out, man, it feels good to know that when Shaq is on the bench, Kobe can go to work. <laughs> and that's exactly where we are right now with um, with Jamal Murray. Like, give him the ball and just get out of the way. He had a move yesterday coming down where he's looking at his defender, quick look at the basket, floater. I was like, that's uh, yeah. beautiful. Yep, he was kind of looking off to his back, right, as yeah. the guy, trailer was coming down the middle of the and lane, like, and then oh, just, whoop, gonna pass real quick, floater. Like, that was a beautiful yeah. move, and I'm like, he's a he's an incredibly smart player. And so when you have a point guard who's willing to pass but is lethal as far as shooting the ball and getting to the rim, and then you got a bunch of guys around him, like, we don't talk enough about Aaron Gordon. We don't talk enough about Aaron Gordon and how good he is defensively. He's been playing great in these playoffs too. He's been he's been great. Like Michael Porter Jr. has been great. Like all the players you expected to be good for them have been good. And on the other side, AD has been up and down. LeBron has been back and forth. Like yeah, D'Angelo Russell has been up he's and been down. Terrible. You know he's been he's been awful at, at certain points. But then at certain points, D'Angelo Russell's winning the game for you and he's saving the you're saving the night. And he ain't Lonnie, doing it this year. Lonnie That's Walker for damn sure. Was a name that we had heard a few times. And here's the messed up part. We rooted for the Lakers for two series because there were two teams that we couldn't freaking stand. Get them out of here. Please get rid of Memphis get and John Moran. They kind of lucked out from that. Yeah. And then no, and then you <laughs> Yeah, then the you, Memphis series. God. Yeah. Man, yeah. With Memphis and Golden State, it was like, yeah, I guess I kind of have we're, to root for the Lakers. We were all kind of Laker fans for a second. Like, right? <laughs> well, yes, yes, please get rid of these dudes for us. Well, like, yeah, I even said them. that that week that you were out to Jordan, I was like, you know, about how the Lakers need to beat the Warriors. I was like, then they can go to Western Collins Finals and the Nuggets can sweep them and then they can knock them out. And, and look at <laughs> look at the, the prophecy from Joe right there. But I, that's exactly where we are. I think it just is going to show like just the team talent and coaching difference between these two. It, there is just a huge disparity. And as much as people love seeing what the Lakers did against the Warriors and the Grizzlies, both those teams had severe flaws that the Lakers were able to take advantage of. And I don't think that either of those teams uh, really feels like people expected the Warriors to have defenders like Gordon, like Porter Jr. You guys were just mentioning. You know, one thing that the Nuggets are forcing the Lakers to do is put up a few more bad shots than they did specifically in the Golden State series. They were like... I think in the last three games, almost perfect 50% from three. I mean, they half of their three-pointers the Lakers shot in that end of the series against Golden State were going in. They were just picking the right spots, and everything was working for them. At this point, I mean, you got Austin Reeves, who's been hitting threes the entire series, 
LeBron hit a couple last night. Yeah, but without that big performance from Alani Walker, without that big performance from a D'Angelo Russell, nobody else hitting key threes and them shooting less than 33% mm-hmm. from three-point land and really no, nothing else on the free throw line to add because, yeah, they got some fouls, but you expect them to get to the line like 40 or 50 times in a playoff game. I mean, that if that's what you're forced to do, you just got to bang it inside, and they couldn't do either. They couldn't hit the threes, and they couldn't pick up enough fouls to make a difference. So, Denver Nuggets are one game away from the NBA Finals. God, that sucks. Shout out to the homie Ben Long. He is uh, one of my best friends, has been a Denver Nugget fan his whole life. And so I've been having to listen to him for years about how the Nuggets are going to make the finals this year. I remember that series against the Lakers Western Conference Finals with the Nuggets when they had uh, Mello and Chauncey Billups. Game seven, they were they were that close. Six, to, I think. Were. I think I'm pretty sure that was a seven game series because again, it was like they got that close with the Lakers. What's my man, uh, Trevor Ariza? Yeah, I think it was that 2010 year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the Nuggets, I mean, hell, have they have they been to the NBA Finals ever? Never. This I, I don't think first I, time. I, I Which just sucks cuz you know, I'm listen, they're in our division, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's a very Phoenix went a couple of years ago, now the Nuggets are going. It's like, bro, this is starting to get irritating. Well, and let's be real, it's not like, you know, the thing that irritated me about Phoenix is that they just let frog the Blazers, right? Like they went from being trash to being the best team in the West and I'm just like, all right, that doesn't sit right with me. The Nuggets have been at it for years with this team. They've gone down. They've taken their hits. Jamal Murray going down with that ACL. Again, playoff Jamal, man. People forget. I know that playoff Jimmy is uh, is amazing, and we'll get to that in the next hour, but Jamal Murray is showing you exactly what he did in the bubble. Look at it, some of the records he is breaking or the company he is in as far as 25-point quarters, 30-point halves he's putting up, the fourth quarters he's having in the playoffs. Dude is unreal. Unreal score, and he's having a moment, and the Nuggets are having a moment up 3-0. All right, that wraps up the Western Conference Hour number one. Eastern Conference. Boy, things uh, aren't going as expected, uh, according to Vegas, at least. We talk about the Celtics and the Heat. Next, Eastern Conference Finals, Sports Sunday, 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.